to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. How are you guys doing? Oh, come oh, on. Come on. There's, <laughs> a few more, there's more than like three of you. How are you doing? There we go. There we go. Okay, so, so we host a podcast called Legends of Gotham where we talk about Gotham every week. Uh, we, so we're going to intro it like a podcast because we're going to put this out on the feed. So just pretend that we haven't talked to you yet. <laughs> what happens to losers? Yowza! Dead by poison gas. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit TV series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. And we're coming to you live from Tampa Bay Comic Con. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And how, how you doing, Anne-Marie? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. I got Maroni suit. So. This, this is a little bigger than our home studio. A little bit, yeah. Just slightly, slightly. Slightly bigger than the living room. I, I, I'm very intimidated right now, though, because we have fish and penguin in the in front the row. If you guys want to stand up and show everybody. Very nice, very nice. Uh, but uh, let's see here. Yeah, but uh, I, as I mentioned before, when I told you... We didn't talk to you. Yeah, we didn't talk to you. We actually talked to you. But uh, we host a podcast called Legends of Gotham, legendsofgotham.com. And uh, we've been doing it since about uh, a week after they announced the pilot. I was picked up. Uh, we bought the domain name. We started pushing out episodes and stuff. And it's, it's been a good time. We, uh, we get to interact with a lot of people from the show. Like we've had John Stevens, the executive producer... Uh, the, Montoya and Allen on. Montoya and Allen came on for a big episode. Uh, we've had uh, directors. Directors. Uh, we've done some stuff with other promo people. Yeah, and we talk about the show every week, so we're very well versed, and then we watch every episode at least twice. Okay, <laughs> I usually more. Take, take big notes <laughs> on it. And uh, one other thing about our podcast is we, we do a lot of voicemails and uh, letters from uh, other Gothamites, and uh, someone who calls in every week, and we're, we're pleased as a punch to have them. Uh, Bobby Hawk, how you doing, Bobby? Hey, guys. Bobby. Well, we're assuming Bobby's everybody here shot. listens to it. <laughs> but uh, we have a few things uh, on the agenda for today. Uh, we, uh, in, the pan- in the program, it said that we were going to be talking season two and speculating on season three. Uh, we, we added a third thing that's not in the program. Sorry about that. We're going to do some Gotham trivia from uh, Gotham Addicts. If you guys follow the Gotham Addicts Twitter account, they provided us with a ton of trivia. Uh, so, Anne-Marie, how's this going to go down? All right. First of all, we're going to test to see if either of these two can figure it out, because Gotham Addicts give me some really hard trivia, <laughs> and if they can't get it, you got a chance to steal. That's so. I'm not good at trivia, so you guys are probably going to have to steal a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, let's see. I'm not going to go through all the conclusions. Okay. What kind of bomb does Strange Arm? A, Atom Bomb. B, Mine. C, Nuclear Bomb. Or D, Floating Bomb. Um, so, Silent. how do in? <laughs> I, I don't know. Just say an answer for me. Uh, Adam Ball. Nuclear. No. Aha! Point for Bobby. Come on, it was multiple choice and you still couldn't get it? No. No? Okay. I just know it needed water. You just know it needed yeah. water? Okay. What is the last question Nigma asks Bruce and Lucius? Um. Do, 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 do. How, how much do you know? Anyone want to steal? Because I know they're going to get it. Oh, back to it. Control the planet of Rose. Ding, 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 ding. 
Very nice. Like you had that look. Yeah. Like I, I, I hate having a problem even like questioning what you even asked me. <laughs> I hate that though because my intro line was from that scene in that episode. <laughs> okay. Um. What does Harvey say Jim looks like? A. A sack of trash. B. A sack of rat turds. C. A sack of ball bearings. Or D. A sack of fish. Um. I'm gonna say sack of fish. Points to Bill. Sweet. Point to Bill. I was like, fish, 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 you know? fish. Yes. We put her in a bag. And <laughs> uh, speaking of fish, what does fish say to about Miss Peabody's mama? Oh God. No idea. To the audience, anyone? Anybody? I told you, Gothamatics is good. Your mama may be number thirteen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you talk about my mama. That was you. Yeah, yeah. Your mama might be number 13. Uh-oh. What is Penguin's trophy? Uh, the head of Mrs. Van Dahl. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Thank you, Max. I wonder if it'll be there in season three. Like, if it'll still be there and it'll just be a skull. Et tu, Van Dahl? Uh, et tu, yes. Van Dahl! <laughs> Lots of flies. Lots of flies. All right, let's see... Who is left behind at Indian Hill? A. Miss Peabody. B. Helsinger. C. Nigma. Or D. Lucius. I'm sorry. What was the? <laughs> <laughs> Who is left behind at Indian Hill at the end of the season? Miss Peabody, Helsinger, Nigma, or Lucius? Peabody. Oh. Anyone in the audience? Nigma. Nigma. Oh. Point to the audience. Congratulations, audience. <laughs> Okay. Ooh. Okay, this one's gonna pick your brain for some stuff. Indian Hill was first mentioned in what episode? A. Arkham, B. The Balloon Man, C. Lovecraft, or D. Harvey Dent? I'm gonna say C. Lovecraft. That's what I was gonna say. And you'd both be wrong. <sighs> Anyone in the audience want to hazard a guess? Harvey Dent? Nope. Oh. Mm. Arkham! Arkham. Oh, everyone Going got it way back. Everybody got it wrong. It's in Arkham. You think you think that would be our first guess? You really no. think that would be your first guess? Um, well, it's hidden, so. It is hidden. What are the three things Ed asks the Arkham inmates to get for him? Uh, stuff and junk and things. Audience? Anyone? Guys? <laughs> That's one of them. Do you know the other two? A hairpin? So a black light and a hairpin. One more. Ammonia. I say we give it to him. I'll give it to him. He did better than me. That's the audience for sure. All right. All right, let's go for one more and then we can get to our other stuff. Okay. Trying to find a good one. What personality does Ed say Rudy is displaying, and what is the name? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite yes. Anyone else? No. No? <laughs> but I like this. I like the maybe, way you Maybe. Maybe. Maybe? No. No. The Not fifth personality, Lucy. Lucy. Oh, yes. Crazy yes. 
see. I forgot about. You know what? Why don't we? Why don't we do one more? Because I have this. We got sent because we, uh, in anticipation of the first season, they did a Gotham fan trailer, and I got to play Jim Gordon. I got to play Fish Mooney. Fish Mooney, and uh, they, they sent us a bunch of swag for it, including this Gotham lanyard with this really cool, like uh, hologrammy kind of thing of Gotham. So particular. Lenticular. Thank you, Bobby. Okay, <laughs> so this is how Bobby functions in our chat room during the live podcast, too. He corrects us. Uh, but uh, whoever answers this questions right oh. gets the Gotham lanyard. Okay, so now... Okay. So I got a good one for you. How does Strange initially refer to Azrael? A, the chosen one. B, the redeemed one. C, my monster. Or D, the anointed one. Oh. Next... I think the blue shirt. Let's No. Red shirt. Yes. Okay, here you go. Come get your hand. Excellent. So thank you again to Gotham Addicts for supplying us our awesome trivia question. Wait a second. He has a flash shirt on. This isn't a CW. Oh, wait. This is not the DCW. <laughs> thank you very much. This is our sister podcast, though. This is our we sister podcast. Very true. Yes. Very true. Oh, so, so who won officially? The audience. I would assume the audience, yeah. Y'all got nothing. Y'all got nothing. Excellent. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk a little season two here. Uh, First off, and I'll ask the panel, uh, you know, who was your favorite character? And we'll start actually with you, Bobby, because you haven't talked much yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I, why am I stuttering? My favorite would probably be Jerome. Jerome. I mean, of all, we know, you know how I always talk about Bullock and everything, but this season mm-hmm. alone, I mean, I almost forgot Jerome was in this season because of the way they've structured the seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's well, they came Jerome, out very strong at first. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, what, like the first three or four episodes? And I almost, you guys know, I almost called off the show yes, after the did. first four episodes. <laughs> but I decided to stick around, and here we are. Mm-hmm. But definitely Jerome, and I can't wait to, you know, hopefully they bring him back. I mean, they definitely alluded to it. Definitely, yes. definitely. Okay, Anne Marie, your favorite character? Nigma. Nigma. Yeah. He totally went through such a change mm-hmm. that it was really entertaining to see him go from being like the quiet guy, just doing some stuff on the side, to doing the complete Riddler chase throughout the entire Gotham and mm-hmm. taking down Jim for a little while. Oh, yeah, it was very good stuff for and sure. And then that poor Kristen Kringle. <laughs> she had no idea who she fell in love with. Rip Kringle. Rip Kringle. Okay, I, how about you guys in the audience? What were some of your favorite characters from season two? Anybody? Azrael, yes. Excellent. Actually, you know what? It, me and you, simpatico, because that, that was my answer, too. It, well, it's basically Galavan, uh, but I, I just loved how in the first half of the season he felt like this very sort of artificial construct uh, slash chess master, and then in the second season he comes in, and he's basically the closest thing we've ever got to Batman on TV outside of Adam West, which kind of doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I absolutely... Uh, what, what were some of your favorite uh, moments with Azrael? Like, what was your favorite scene he was in? The rocket launcher was excellent. The rocket launcher was, may, was maybe the most Gothamy moment ever, ever Gotham a Gotham. This is a everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody else with a favorite character from season two? Uh, back there in the gray shirt. That's you. Yeah. Um, Harvey Bullock. Harvey oh, Bullock. who doesn't love a Bullockism? Yes. I favorite Bullockism? Um, when they asked him uh, how long he was going to be in charge, he said until literally anybody else wants this job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my favorite Bullockism ever was uh, like a monkey riding a racehorse from season one. That, that, was, that, that was a great one for sure. Okay, are uh, you in the white shirt here? Uh, Alfred? 
Alfred. Oh, Alfred. Alfred. Yes, uh, double O Alfred. Double O. <laughs> as we like to go. What's your favorite thing Alfred's done on the show? Yeah, like he has more of a fleshed out background and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I guess uh, for, from what I've heard, uh, they took a lot of that from Jeff Johns' Earth One graphic novel. Uh, in the because he's he's much more hardcore in the in, the, uh, com in that comic. Like in the first book, he's like he just goes to Batman after he had, goes on his first big adventure and he kind of crashes and burns. He's like. Why aren't you just killing these guys? I mean, they're murderers anyway, right? So, so Alfred's a completely different kind of character in that graphic novel. Anybody else with a favorite character from season two? Barbara. Barbara, oh, yes. yes, definitely. I, I, she went through so many twists and turns and this still ended back up at crazy, which is uh, just where we want to I go. think she was really always crazy. Mm -hmm. It just brought out the good crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite uh, Babs moment? Yep. She was really good mm -hmm. in Arkham. Definitely. She was really good at like, Arkham. Like right at the beginning of the season, the hashtag maniacs section of the season? Yeah. yeah. I, I really liked her costume in that, too. I want her costume. <laughs> As a regular dress. Your, your, your scarf I almost scarf looks like her try. costume. It's funny because you hated... I hated her. So many people did, and then she rallied. She, you know, she, she rallied. Came around. Yeah. Well, they didn't give her anything to do in season one. Season two, she actually had a story. Definitely, definitely. So. Much more than just like waiting for Jim Gordon like, to come uh, home and serve him dinner. She well, she started kind of she started getting interesting during the ogre because she kind of well, it was went off and did her own plot line, and she became Stabby Mouse. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyone else with a favorite character before we move on? Going once, oh, oh yeah. Fish well, Mooney yes, up front. Oswald. Oswald. Oh, definitely. Like, I, I, I mean, just from where he was at the beginning of season one all the way through season two, it's like a complete turnaround, a completely different character, same color scheme. Yes. Uh, what was your favorite season two moment for Oswald? When he was at Indian Hill. Yes. That's when he just went through all those, when they actually put him in that chair and they put that thing over his eyes and they just, mm -hmm. it was, I mean, it was intense. I had to keep reminding myself that this was not Netflix, this was, this was like, regular This is regular TV, you know? yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. My, my favorite thing having to do with you know, sort of that suppressed Oswald is just like you could see it slowly building, and then when everything happened with his dad, and he realized what the Vandals had done to his dad, it was just like, okay, so I was I was kind of uh, violent before. Now I'm going to be psychotic and just have this, you know, decapitated head on the table and everything. It's so beautiful. It's a gorgeous. He hasn't had a sandwich in a while though. I miss when he used to have sandwiches Kill after killing somebody. Sandwich? Yeah, yeah. That's another thing I like about this show is. That it, it allows you to actually like feel for the criminals. Yeah. Like when everything happened between Nigma and Kringle, I mean, you were, you know, like you. You still felt bad for Nigma's side yeah. a little bit. Like, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? You knew he was going to do it, but yeah. I mean, and then with Penguin, you know, like you know him killing the Vandals, you almost were rooting, you know, rooting him on. It's like, yeah, yeah. take that. <laughs> Got to have that roast. Uh, hey, Bobby, could you fix our camera there? <gasps> our camera. Our camera oh. fell. There we go. I have I have a Lego tripod. It's not working very well. But okay, so uh, let's go ahead here and uh, so how about uh, favorite storyline slash arc? And we'll start with uh, you, Andrew. We start with Bobby. So I guess still Nigma. Nigma. <laughs> he was my favorite character. He would be my favorite. Nigma. 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 All of the Nigma. No, I just loved watching that internal struggle because he didn't. 
he wanted to be bad, but he didn't want to be bad, and he didn't know how to let it out and when to let it out and when not to. Mm-hmm. And then he just sort of all crud, <laughs> crud. So I think that was neat. And then I just yeah, I love to see his where it goes. Little uh, run away when they finally caught him. Yeah, it just, no, it just like tripped and fall, <laughs> fell. Can't do it. Good. Yeah, it's just going to be neat to see since, like you said in the trivia, he's the only one left in Arkham that we know is there and. Mm-hmm. How is anyone still there with everything that just happened? Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see where that all goes. Definitely, definitely. Okay, Bobby, you, favorite storyline? Uh, can I just cheat and say Jerome again? <laughs> you could, uh, you could, say Jerome. You could but you'd have to give three different reasons. No, um, I like Bullock, you know, his arc and how, mm-hmm. you know, he's now the acting captain. Yeah. And I'm surprised that Barnes is, you know, obviously living because he's been in all the promos and everything. Yeah. So I would expect mm-hmm. that he would take over, back over as captain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is a. I know that Michael Chiklis in an interview recently said that he took the Barnes role for something that's going to happen in season three. I know. And so I, there's something big coming up for exactly. his character, and we just don't know what it is yet. I, I have a theory, which we'll get to later. Uh, Lots of theories. <laughs> you know, teasing. Uh, but, but okay, so as for, you know, you. Uh, Bullock, yes, Absolutely. yes, and yes. <laughs> and uh, as for me, uh, my favorite storyline overall was the two-part Mr. Freeze episode. I absolutely loved it. You know, I, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, the Batman the Animated Series episode, Heart of Ice, uh, which was like the first time Mr. Freeze had a decent origin. Uh, but they kind of did this sort of like jazz improv version of the Heart of Ice storyline where, yes, uh, his wife was sick and dying. He was figuring out a way to freeze her so, you know, he could fix her and everything. Uh, but, it, you know, in Batman the Animated Series, he, he succeeded. He froze her, and she was just sort of this uh, prop in the background in his lair anytime he showed up on the show. But in this one, she kind of takes it away from him. She sees the dark path he's going down. And she's like, you know, we can't, we can't do that. I, I don't want this person I love to become this criminal because of me. So she offs herself. And it's just like this insane thing. I wonder, you know, like, okay, she offed herself, but she yeah. didn't crumble. She started to crack, but she didn't crumble. I wonder... Yeah, but if they, I mean, her yeah. whole face cracked. No, but it wasn't, I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like there was, you know, there was a reason she didn't disintegrate like the rest of them did. So is this like a crazy theory? You think maybe uh, Nora's still kicking around? And I, I mean, I do it's not my crazy theory on the list or nothing, but I mean, it's something I've mentioned on the podcast before as well, but I definitely think it wouldn't surprise me, let's put it that way, if Strange was keeping her to keep Freeze on his side. To have some leverage over emo Freeze, uh, listening to hard, <laughs> hard rock music in the freezer. I don't think anything would surprise me. Nobody, dead is not dead on Gotham. Yeah. Dead used to be dead, and then Azrael happened. So, Ted is no longer dead. Yeah. They, they fixed dead. They fixed dead. So, don't worry about dying. You're good. You might just have a little wrong with you. <laughs> okay. okay. I did love the actress. I'm sorry. Uh, I forget her name, but she was great on Being Human. Oh, was she? Being Human? Yeah. Definitely. I, I haven't seen it, but I'll, I'll take your word for sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> actually, you know what? We're going to take a little recess. I'm going to go watch Being Human so I can weigh on this. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> okay, how about there any favorite uh, Gotham storylines from season two? Silence. Nobody liked any of the storylines? Why are you guys here? No, <laughs> Okay, back there. I like Jerome. Yep. They don't outright stay in the way they like him, the way he acts. Like, mm-hmm. no, this is why we're getting an origin story for the 
Joker. The Joker, yes. Uh, and and uh, I mean, there's been some speculation and everything. Oh, is he the Joker? Is he the Joker? I think they're going to make him the Joker, probably. Did anyone else hear the laugh at the end of the final episode? Yeah, the season finale. That was so the Jerome Joker laugh. And they've already talked about in, in the interviews for the coming season about how there's still those haha things, the graffiti on the walls and everything. Right, I love how they were able to still pull that storyline throughout the whole season, even though he was killed in the third season, or third, third episode, yeah. because we had the ha-has, we had the smiles, we had all of that, and then we had Jerry. Yeah. Love Jerry. Oh, Jer- Jerry, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, the club. Club. Yeah. yeah. So that was a really good way to keep reminding you that this is still there, and I think that really emphasizes that it's coming back. Yeah. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. And I, I know a lot of people have complained, you know, that they ended it uh, to where uh, Jerome was not the Joker. He just inspired all these mad people in Gotham and everything. I think that's still a really cool interpretation because if anything this series has given us concrete reasons why Gotham is the way it is when Batman rises. You know, you have the Jerome situation, which, you know, inspires a bit of madness. And then you have, you know, Indian Hill and Doctor Strange. Who is giving uh, all these comic book or all these comic book villains a reason to be eccentric, to be the Mad Hatter, or to be this, or to have a, a story behind them? Because you know, uh, in the original history of the creation of the comic books and everything, these, these guys—I mean—they they did some really creative work. But in a lot of ways, they were pumping out books and pumping out books. They needed quick story ideas, so they would take inspiration from things like Alice in Wonderland to make you know Mad Hatter, the Tweedle Brothers, or whatever. And uh, so uh, it's really cool that they're giving all these things that happen by happenstance a concrete in-story reason to happen, including the madness that Jerome presented. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Yes. Good. Moving right along. Okay. Uh, anybody else with a fairy, favorite storyline before we move on? Um, let's start in the back. I love when they uh, try to tie Thomas Wayne into the original uh, Indian Hills. Like yes. Some yes, pulling Thomas Wayne into the whole Indian Hill mm-hmm. establishment and showing his origin with, or not origin, but his story with Strange and all of that was, it wasn't expected maybe. It yeah. wasn't expected. And it's also really cool, you know, going back to, you know, this character for 75 years, things have been happening by happenstance. It was really cool that they, they found a way to tie the origins of a lot of Batman's biggest villains to Batman himself. And uh, kind of, they kind of both spring from the same well, so to speak. Exactly. So I, I definitely love that. And I, I love the Pinewood episode, too. I was I actually I was watching that as I was falling asleep last night. I fell asleep like 10 minutes in, but I loved the 10 minutes I saw. It was a great 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see here. So, Okay, so most shocking moment of season two. And we're going to start with Bobby. Uh... Probably the rocket launcher. The rocket launcher? <laughs> yes, I love the rocket launcher. Yeah. Um, Rip Galavan. Yeah, I, mean, I would say killing off Jerome as well, but I just keep going back to that. <laughs> you keep going back to that. Because well, that was pretty shocking because it seemed like, uh, to tie them both together, Galavan was building Jerome up as this like made man. He was going to be the I was just so surprised that it happened so quick. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like I, I could beat a dead horse for these whole hours, <laughs> but uh, I'll just leave it. Back. You could stab a magician in the neck in the neck for a whole hour. You know, good, good call. <laughs> okay, Anne Marie. Uh, the death you? of Essen. The death of Essen. I didn't see like, and at this point, it's mm. been so long ago, you almost forget that it happened. Yeah, because she died in one like episode and so two. She, she died in episode two at the hands of Mr. Jerome. Mm-hmm. So I just 
I really liked her. They were starting to give her that um, power and energy to take on everybody who's taking over Gotham, and she can't fight against it. And as soon as she gains that power, it <laughs> takes her out on live TV, basically. Mm. So I thought that was I mean, it was really surprising because I had started to really like her character uh-huh. throughout the fir- end of the first season. Yeah, and it was, it was so weird, too, because yeah, you brought this up to me uh, when we were getting ready to start the show and everything, and I'd almost forgotten that that happened this season, because it happened so early on, and so much has happened. That's what I was saying, that like the way they've broken up the seasons, and the, the whole A and B, it's like, mm-hmm. don't even re- you almost think that a lot of the things that happened in the first part of the season happened in some other season. Right. We're yeah. almost thinking we're on our third or fourth season or something. It feels like, because it's almost like we've had four half seasons, mm-hmm. so it's like four different seasons, but I think they're doing it a little different this coming year, right? They are. They're going to do the, the first half of the season before Christmas is going to be all just one, you know, uh, storyline arc. Yeah. arc. And uh, then they're going to do like a little four-episode arc, and then they're going to come back for the last uh, eight episodes or so with yeah. another arc. But yeah, they, that whole, uh, even just like the first three or four episodes, the whole hashtag maniacs uh, section of the season almost feels like its own separate entity. Like, I, you forget about things like the bus full of cheerleaders and the throwing the bodies off the building and everything. <laughs> off they go. Yeah. But, I just uh, love that they spilled me. So, like, I've got some good, like, and physics, I mean, not just aim, you gotta know they're gonna land in that exact position. They had some drones helping or something. Alright, and drop. As for me, my, my most shocking moment, and this is because we were, we were expecting them to go one way with this storyline and they went a completely different way, was the death of Kristen Kringle. Because just, yeah. just her name, it's a novelty name, like, we were expecting a special Christmas episode of Gotham where Ed and Kringle. Going, I don't know, Rob from the right. kids or something. Like. I thought we were taking her from the side of the good to the side of the bad. Mm-hmm. It would like, and obviously that's where he thought it was going <laughs> to when he revealed his awful awfulness. Yeah, he was like, okay, I can, I can open up about this now. No, no, no. no. I, it, it, bad choice. Yeah, and it was just so shocking that that happened because you were like, oh, you know, Ed's finally kind of finding his his balance and everything, and that he's going to bring her on, and then they're going to become super villains together. No. Nope. Uh, it, it was really interesting because um, yeah, I watched a Facebook live chat with Corey Michael Smith where he was talking about kind of, kind of his motivation mm. in that scene. And he was, he was just like, Ed just wanted her to understand uh, that he did it all for her. And this was, it was all coming – it was a bad thing, but it was all coming for a good place. And because – it's a psycho. Uh, it just it, it came out in a really bad way. This is not how you show someone you love them. No, just no, so everyone knows, don't do this if you someone love them. Security, no. <laughs> unless they're uh, politely. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very, very true. Politely, yes. There is a time and a place, uh, for sure. Okay, but uh, let's see here. Uh, most shocking moment of season two. Anybody in the audience? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And finally getting the question marks. Yes. Yeah. That was nice. And I thought Corey did an excellent job of portraying the different sides of Edward Nigma. Oh, yeah, because it's very, I mean, that's a hard switch to have to make, and he did a really good job. Yeah, he was also saying in that Facebook live chat that originally they were just having him stand there solo and record each side of the conversation, like when he was arguing with Mirror Ed, and it just wasn't working, so they had to bring in an actor to kind of stand there and be the Mirror Ed for him, because he he just wasn't finding his rhythm with it or whatever. Nice. 
Uh, let's see, any other shocking moments of season two? Over there, Blue. I think like the revival of like Vish Moody and her discovery she has her powers. Like, yes. Oh yeah, the revival of Fish Moody. Hey, how many people were anticipating Fish Moody coming back? Uh, we got, got about Some 50%. Some people the fact that she was in a tube the whole season. Some people okay, didn't. Okay, not to garner any ill will, but is there anyone who doesn't like Fish Moody? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we have some hands. You might want to chill. She's scary. Damn girl. <laughs> 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 we have yeah, a bad for sure. I didn't know you. I, I like that Fish Moody's back, and, and we were. Uh, I saw yesterday that they put out the Gotham season three cast photos, and there's a Fish Mooney photo. So I'm assuming that you know she's not just going to be like a one or two or something like that. She's going to be in as a series regular, which means if you take uh, you know Montoya and Allen and, and Dent into Dent. account, she'll be in at least three episodes. So. <laughs> I would think she's going to at least play a major part in this first arc. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that all plays out after, you know, Oswald just sort of going, ah! Okay, well, you know, I I think this is a great transition to move into, as as you saw in your programs, the season three speculation section of the afternoon, early afternoon. Yeah, season three is going to be interesting. Like, I'm excited about it. Well, they just keep amping up. Like, season one, it was a good, established mm-hmm. the show. You know, poor them who had 16 episodes and then had to tackle on an extra five. And we're like, what do we do with it? Mm-hmm. And then season two, they knew what they wanted and they hit the ground running. Yeah. And I think now that they have that established, season three is just going to be like... Mm-hmm. Explosion. Like, it's just going to be crazy from the beginning. Definitely. Yeah, so. okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just going to kind of tag on what she was saying. I definitely feel, in my opinion, they almost had no idea what they were doing in season one. Because I kind of stuck around because I listened to you guys at podcast <laughs> for the most part. Um, but I definitely feel like towards the end of season one and then into season two, mm-hmm. they, like you said, they definitely found their footing. They had a feeling of where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. To me, it almost feels like a gothic Adam or uh, Adam, a gothic Batman '66. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got your villain of the week and, and different things like that. But I mean, it's still serialized to a to a certain point. And enough. Everything. You know, exactly. Enough. enough to keep people in, interested in what's going to happen the next week. Right. Yeah, I, I think a big part of what happened with season one is that. They were expecting 16 episodes, and yeah. then when they were about to shoot, like, episode 15 and 16, like, I think the, the Jerome one they were about to go in production on, uh, they found out that they got the full episode order. So they had to, you know, kind of send the fish out to Schumacher's Island and kind of find something to do with everybody while they uh, got to the end they were trying to get to originally. But on to season three. On to season three. On to season three. Okay, so I, I'll just start very generally here with the panel. Amory, what are your hopes for season three? More crazy. More crazy. I like the crazy. It's like mm-hmm. a perfect balance. And I like that it's a little dark. Like, I think everything's, like, fluffified a little too much anymore. Yeah. And, you know, once in a while you just need something to go that route. Even with, like, some younger actors and stuff. Because you don't get that a lot when you have younger actors. Mm-hmm. Poor mm-hmm. Ivy. Well, yeah, I, I, but, I think yeah. the, the show's greatest strength is its dark, its dark sense of humor. Yes. Uh, Hey, just like uh, you, can, you just have these horrific scenes, but the way they present them, it's, you can't help but laugh at them a little oh, yeah. bit. 
Like, I, even, even the creators have this. Like, uh, when I interviewed John Stevens on the podcast, he was talking about, uh, if you remember in season one where they cut off the guitar player's fingers, he was talking about, like, they were arguing with the, uh, the ratings board and Fox and everyone about how many fingers was too violent or it, how few were too funny. So, you yes. know, was it, how many fingers can we cut off and still be okay? How many can we show we're cutting off? Like? <laughs> okay, so, uh, Bobby, what are your hopes for season three? Um, I don't know if I really have too much speculation. I'm really, really curious about what that whole Poison Ivy thing is going on. Mm-hmm. And it, it sucks for Claire Foley, I believe, the actress yeah. the same was. Cause, um, yeah, I will say, you know, we will be doing spoilers as far as... Nothing big, but anything that's come out in a press release, we consider fair game. So just be aware. But um, what I'm really anxious to see is uh, Bruce and Alfred and even Lucius... Mm-hmm. As far as the exploration of the Batcave and what was Thomas Wayne doing? What was he actually know, doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. See if they can finally fix that Commodore 64. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why did he feel he it needed a cave? cave? It was a tandy. Why did he need a cave? Like, why did yeah. he feel he had yeah, to put it behind something? Like, obviously, he was up to something too. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah. so I'm hoping for like a proto Batman type thing or something along those lines. Obviously, yeah. you know, with uh, what, like, Tom, the Flashpoint uh, Thomas Wayne. Oh really? I mean, that's oh. what you know. That's what my well, hopes or speculation are: is that Thomas Wayne uh, was being kind of a vigilante on right, exactly. Well, I can see that in in the Silver Age comics. Actually, uh, the, the Thomas Wayne originated the Batman persona. There's a a storyline from back in the '50s or '60s where. I, I don't know, Batman has like a past looker machine, like he can see into the past or whatever, and he watches Thomas Wayne go to this Halloween party dressed as Batman mm-hmm. and, and uh, kind of kind of break up a fight and stuff. So that's there, you know, very solid in the origins of the character. So, you know, the stoicism and all that stuff uh, that they, they're putting on him now and his fight against the Wayne Enterprises board, that's completely legit from the comics. Or I mean, against the Court of Owls, I mean, I yeah. would suspect. Yeah, that's more recent, the Court of Owls stuff, for sure. Uh, so, uh, anyone out there in the audience, what, what's your uh, speculation for season three? A little bit of Harley Quinn. Ah. Harley Quinn? They have actually said that they can't use anybody from Suicide Squad. They, they've said, like, I think, unless they've already mm-hmm. established them, there's the rules, unfortunately. You know, maybe in a few years they can... So if you are... But I think right now they just want... Focus there, focus there. Yes. They could do something similar, like an origin of her, but not being mm-hmm. her exactly. That would be cool. Well, you, you know, I definitely think, you know, they might not be able to have Harley Quinn proper on there, but I, I think I think Stabby Badge is about as close as you're going to get. Yeah. She's definitely a character in the spirit of Harley Quinn, for yeah. sure. Okay, anybody else? Speculation for season three. Way back in the back. Yes, I'm really looking forward to the updated Poison Ivy. Like, something happens to little 14-year-old Claire when she turns into, like, 21-year-old Poison Ivy. Yeah, which So is... that's going to be quite... Because they said they had um, storylines they wanted to explore, but a little difficult to do with a 14-year-old actress, so they wanted to give her a little bump. Yeah, because I, I think I, there was that season one moment where... Um where she picked up the phone, where uh, Little Ivy picked up the phone and did, like, the sexy voice, and people were not happy about that. <laughs> so, were not happy, yeah. So I, I can imagine why, why they had to recast an artifact. We have a Spider-Man looking at on, so he's peeking in. Spider? He's not! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. Don't get up. But maybe get up. No, it's fine. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see. Any other uh, speculation for season three? Right up there, right there. Oh yeah, the bad cat and the Definitely. I am team bad cat. They're cute. I love them as children on the fence, though. I really mm. do. So. Yeah. But they are getting I older. can see that, but they are. They're, they're little teenagers. They each need a little love in their life. <laughs> They've all had way too much dark. They need a little happy. Yeah, but that section of season two where they were like... They living were like, together? Yeah, That's living little... together. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that was some of my favorite stuff that Bruce had the entire season. Just yeah. get him out there on the streets, you know... Nice. Okay, so I uh, we we have a couple uh, focus questions about season three we want to talk about because there's a lot of stuff that's come out in press releases and some stuff from the season finale that needs addressing. And you know what? I'll turn this to you, Bobby, first. Okay. Because we'd like to do that. Who do you think long hair Bruce is? Yanni Bruce. Who do you want? Okay, who do I think? Who do you think? Did you say Yanni? I said Yanni. That might be a dated reference. No, I I know. It might be dated. Um, uh, Spider-Man's back. I mean, I don't know. He's Peter Parker. I think, I mean, is he just a clone of Bruce that the... That the court has produced to try to do, I don't know, maybe there's some sort of blood ritual or prophecy, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see them having blood rituals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely, just because of Thomas Wayne's involvement uh, with Indian Hill, which was obviously run by the Court of Owls and Wayne Enterprises is all in the mix and everything. Yeah, I, I, I think clone is a pretty likely answer. Uh, Anne-Marie, do you have any other thoughts on this matter? Long hair Bruce. Johnny Bruce. Johnny Bruce. My note is, I have no clue. <laughs> yes, Fish. I actually um, saw online where that's actually uh, Bruce Wayne's evil twin, and they mm-hmm. had him, you know, kept away because, you know, he was doing bad things, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruce, so, like, Thomas and Martha knew about him and yeah. sent him away? Yeah, well, there is a, a, char- a couple different characters from the comics which kind of fit into that mold, which was uh, Bruce Wayne had this brother, and depending on the version of it, either, you know, Bruce was the one that died and this brother lived, or, you know, the Waynes, as rich people often do, they send the defective children away and <laughs> come back or whatever. As rich people often do? They do. They do. Do you have experience with this? I do. My family was rich. I was the one that was sent away. <laughs> Not to send the oddball. <laughs> but, you know, so, so I could definitely see something like that happening. That being the case, it's like Bruce's long-lost brother who just happens to look quite a lot like Bruce. Quite a lot. Quite, quite, a, lot. quite a lot. And then it is, you know, there for the grace of God go I. You know, uh, he's evil, but, you know, is it because of the way he was raised or was it because there was something wrong with him to begin with? Yeah, nature versus nurture. Do you think it's going to keep his hair down or do you think he'll have a ponytail? Man bun. Man oh, bun. God. Oh, no man bun. <laughs> One for the man bun. Okay, yes. back here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, what if the Bruce Wayne you're watching now dies and the twin takes over and becomes Batman? That would be that interesting. Would be yeah, uh, that would what be you fun. said if people didn't hear it was that uh, long hair Yanni Bruce is the 
real Bruce that becomes Batman and the Bruce Wayne we've been following the past couple seasons dies. That would be interesting. That would be fantastic. What if they just sort of work together? You know, one's working in the Batcave sending out the signals and the other Mm -hmm. one's out so they can recover. So so long-haired Bruce is sort of... The backup Bruce. Like Oracle. For, so a, for a regular little Bruce yes. would be Oracle. Yeah. Still learning that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. Or maybe it's because Alfred's kind of transitioned into more of a crime-fighting partner. Maybe long-haired Bruce can become the new butler. That's because Alfred's hardcore. <laughs> Alfred is hardcore. Yes. Into a talent. Oh, into a talent. Oh. Uh, like the Court of Owls. Yeah, because I mean, that's kind of what they did with like the brother of Bruce in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see see that. Uh, it, it, another thing, though, is it feels like almost a, like there's a talent in the season three trailer they showed at Comic Con. Like there's a guy that looks kind of like the Green Hornet or something with the mask, the domino mask and stuff. Which I was thinking he could have been a talent too, but I mean, there's Arthur. It's been a while since I've read the comic series. Yeah, there's multiple talents. So. That would make sense. Talent is like a moniker, not a person. Yeah, and I feel like they're going to make Gordon a, a talent. You think oh. so? Like maybe court, the court will brainwash him, and that's in the in that one interview he uh, did where he was like he dropped that hint, like on iconic DC character. You you know you're not supposed <laughs> to know about. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know with as dark as Jim Gordon's been getting. Maybe he'll just go voluntarily and become a talent. <laughs> I, think. I think I got this. But actually, you know, it's interesting you bring that up, Bob, because that's on the dock we have here. Uh, so, so why don't we go ahead and talk about that? Uh, ben McKenzie—they uh, were doing a bunch of interviews for Comic Con, and he sort of teased and I think shocked his castmates uh, that Jim Gordon, at some point this season, probably later in the season, is going to be adopting the persona of a iconic DC character. Do you guys have any... Well, I mean, obviously, you have the talent speculation. Anne-Marie, do you have any speculation on who this character okay, might so be? Okay, so I didn't until just now, and it came to me. Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> oh, like... He, he actually... Grows the mustache. <laughs> he grows the mustache. He grows, yes, he grows the mustache, and they bump him on up. Yeah. Well, he's Even a, though he's run away to... Florida, he, I think. He, he did say back in season one that he would have to grow into the character. So, so he's grown enough. Season three mustache happened. I like it. It could happen. I like it because it is an iconic character, mm-hmm. and he never said it was an iconic bad character. Very true. Iconic good character. Very true. I, and I've been thinking like vigilantes that could be based out of Gotham or like be related to Batman in some way. One one that uh, came to mind, and a lot of people were talking about when this news came out was maybe, if you guys have ever seen the Batman, the animated series episode, The Grey Ghost, uh, where Adam West plays, uh, or voices, like, a Batman-like character on TV that Bruce watched and kind of got the idea from Batman from. I think it would be cool to have Jim Gordon sort of dress up as the Grey Ghost, be this proto-vigilante in Gotham that kind of helps inspire Bruce into the role. I, one other I thought about, and I know they have, they've already had Montoya on the show and everything, but I thought the question would be really cool too for Jim Gordon where he puts on like the faceless mask and he's you know man of mystery and then maybe Montoya comes back in a later season or something and they kind of pass the mantle over to her Uh, so so those are a couple thoughts I had do you guys have any speculation on the iconic uh, character that Jim Jim Gordon will become Killer Ma Ma? (laughs) I like that I like that I uh, the Red Hood is still getting passed around. So he could become part of the Red he Hood. He could game. become a part of the Red Hood. Game. Or just like start it back up and try to like take everything down from the inside. Ooh, I like that. Like a like a three-part undercover mission. What was that? But the Red Hood always died. Very true. We kind of have to keep Jim around a little bit. 
I guess. I guess. No, this is Earth G. This is an alternate god. You this can do is it. alternate god. I want them to kill Bruce, Jim Gordon, and Alfred. You have another season. one. <laughs> not Alfred. Not Alfred. Anything but Alfred. Okay, any other speculation on over here? Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul? Like, like Jim Gordon could be Ra's al Ghul? Why not? I guess so. You, you know, I guess so. Show. Why not? Yes. yes. <laughs> I think... Would he make a good leader of the League of Assassins? Look that way if you're asking that question. Would he make a good leader of the League of Assassins? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I don't think he's quite hard enough. Well, I think he, considering how he did with the Strike Force this season, I think he would make a good leader of the League of the Assassinated, for sure. <laughs> so it could, it could happen. It can happen. Okay, so let's see here. More season three speculation. Okay, so uh, I, I have a list of new characters here, and I want to know what each of you, which character each of you are most excited for and why. Uh, so we have new, the new Poison Ivy, uh, Mad Hatter, the Tweedle Brothers, Valerie Vale, Vicky's aunt, uh, and Solomon Grundy. Anne-Marie, we'll start with you. I have, like, a whole list. Uh, I'm kind of curious where they're going with the new Poison Ivy. I'm kind of curious about this whole Mad Hatter situation, and I really like the actress who's playing Valerie Vale, so I'm excited for that. Because yeah, uh, we, we started our fan casting days doing a podcast about Once Upon a Time and move on from Once Upon a Time is playing Valerie Bale. So. And she used to be on The Real World. so that She also, also that, which I don't care about. Okay, um, uh, Bobby, you. Um, I, I share her um, questions about Poison Ivy. I'm really curious as to where that's all going. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how they're going to handle Solomon Grundy. Yes. And... Yeah. Um, the Mad Hatter, I really like the um, the description they've given to him, where he's going to have a thing for, or may or may not have a thing for his sister Alice. Yeah, yeah. which would be a very awesome thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. they seem to think uh, have a thing for that. Yeah. yeah. Galavan. Yeah, with Galavan and Tabitha. Or and even Penguin and his mom. Yeah, they yeah. Were just <laughs> and then Penguin and his stepsister. Yeah. It's, well, all, it's all centered around Penguin. Uh, but you know, it's funny you bring up Solomon Grundy because remember when I had said I had something I was going to come back to later? There it is. Okay, this uh, Chickless thing—the fact that he he took the role of Barnes because something important was going to happen in season three for Barnes. Doesn't isn't he built like Solomon Grundy? What did he make? A, I mean, he's already played the thing in the Fantastic Four movie. I think Michael Chiklis would make a fantastic Solomon Grundy. I enjoy that fantastic. Born on a Monday. Not a horrible uh, theory. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely feels like it definitely feels like something something they would tell you that would get you to take the part, even though you knew your character wouldn't be important for an entire season. Right. What not as important. So uh, let's see. Uh, everyone else out in the audience. So what are you, new characters? What are you excited about? Firefly. Firefly. Uh, getting a little more of Firefly. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. That'll be her, the evolution of. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, 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 I would definitely hope she she comes back around too. Oh, she. Yeah. I yeah. think Cat will be able to bring her back to the. Yeah. If nothing else, just that relationship we have have with Cat. But we thought that you know Montoya and Alan would be back too. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else? Uh, way back. To Bane, and we did have uh, they didn't call it Venom Viper. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the prototypical Venom uh, in season one, which was all connected to Indian Hill. So I, I, I could definitely see them bringing Bane into the mix, especially if, like you said, uh, you know they're not going to be able to use Killer Croc. Right, because so, we already had that sort of. Yeah, we had a guy that looked kind of. Kind of looked, but maybe that's all the more they can go with that. True. That. Before they got that, no, no, you can't mm-hmm. use that. 
So yeah, but they do they do have the viper that uh, turns you into a big pile of jelly eventually. Uh, quickly, rather quickly. But it, it, they'll they'll iterate. They'll make it better. Exactly. Okay, uh, make it better. Jim Gordon becomes Bane. Well, there you go. I, I would like that. I would like that. And I, I take offense to your criticism of the Bane from Batman and Robin. It, probably the best comic book character. No, I'm kidding. It's awful. Uh, no, but uh, I, I don't know. It would, it would be cool if, uh, you know, he became Bane and then he teamed up with the new Poison Ivy. That would be a callback to Batman and Robin, so that would be great. No, but I could definitely see him having, like, an arc. Oh, yeah. Where, where, you know, he, he becomes more of a super villain or something. I Can, want them, I'm sorry. Okay. I, want them, I want to see them bring in, like, more weird ones, like Egghead or King Tut. Mm-hmm. At, you know, and, like, make them dark. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah, like, take some of those uh, original for Batman 66 villains. Exactly. Maybe Maud Barker. Mm-hmm. Which I, I believe part of the reason that Fox got the Gotham show is because they made a deal with Warner Brothers to release Batman 66 on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And so, speculation. so all those rights are kind of intermingled. So that would be kind of cool to see, for sure. Hey, Emery, how are we doing on time? Oh, I gave you a call. Oh, we have ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay, let's see here. Okay, so uh, let's move on to returning characters. Uh, Emery, uh, what returning character are you most excited for and why? Strange. Strange. I want to see what the heck is going to happen with him now that his entire thing has basically exploded. And if I recall, he was sitting there like crying, like, it's all, they're going to take over. Like, all of his monsters are all over town. Mm -hmm. Everything is, like, dissolved in front of him. I want to see where he goes next because we know he's coming back. What's going to happen to him? I mean, you can't really put him in Arkham. He knows how to get out. Yeah. He's been running it for X amount of years. So I think that'll be really interesting to see. And even, I mean, is he going to get to work with Miss Peabody? What's going to happen with her? Because I love Miss Peabody. <laughs> Water! Um, so I think Strange and that whole situation is going to be really cool to see. Yeah, it was a, he was a fun ride in season two to I Am God. <laughs> I, you, you know, I, I, you know, does anyone else in here watch Mr. Robot? On USA, uh, BD Wall has a character that is very much like his portrayal of Hugo Strange, except he, he also cross dresses. Uh, but but uh, I can see it. You, you know, going back and watching the new episodes of Mr. Robot after seeing him on Gotham, it's it's crazy how similar the characters are and how, how good both of them are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's that? Voice yeah, because he has kind of like that deep thing where he does this, almost like George Takai. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, uh, Bobby, uh, returning characters, what are you excited for? I'm anxious to see what's going on with uh, Barbara and uh, Tabitha. Tabby? Yeah. Tabby, Tabby. Yeah. Tabby didn't get to do too much in that whole second half, and that kind of made me sad. Yeah, because she didn't get nearly as much when she teamed up with Butch. Well, apparently now they own a nightclub. Oh, hey. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's what they were saying in Comic-Con and stuff. And so... Which is cool, Gotham City Sirens. It's just curious... I'm curious to see what kind of role she's going to fill now. Yeah. That she's not with her brother, you know. Yeah. She's her own woman now. She changes Butch's attachments to his little... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see, out here in the audience, returning characters, anyone you're excited for? Let's see. Yes. Oh. 
Nygma. Nygma. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Especially because we left him in Arkham. So to the best of our knowledge, homie's still locked up. Yeah, I think like, they've had, what are we gonna do there? They've actually said I believe that they're gonna pick up with him in Arkham. So. That's fantastic. How because it's six months later. Mm-hmm. Who has been keeping that man in? He can get out of anything. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I'm also interested to see how they may like expand his dual personality mm-hmm. in from like, being able to like channel them at specific times and yeah, develop, or, or maybe the yeah. fact that he's been sitting in a cell in Arkham by himself for six months has kind of brought back yeah. Yeah, yeah. the personalities. Exactly. Maybe he's got a third personality now. Maybe Lucy. Maybe he's a. Maybe he adopted Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I, I I hope he gets a green suit this season. Well, cool. he started to in yeah slowly kind of it slowly he definitely over. had the fashion in that one episode where he went. You know, full Riddler, yeah. pretty much. So okay, so we're gonna end up with a uh, theory time. So you have any big crazy theories for season three, Emery? Fish is gonna stay underground for a while so that mm-hmm. she can build up her strength, learn to control her powers. Underwater, control- sorry. Yes, underwater. The gills. Um, and figure out what happened while she was dead because she's missed out on the better part of a year, probably longer, because of the whole mm-hmm. Gordon montage in jail. And then I think she's going to strike really, really hard around the mid-season finale and just, like, take over again. Blow it up. Yeah. Because nobody's expecting it. Uh, I already kind of said my theory. I think that George, or George, George. uh, uh, Jim Gordon will become uh, the talent, Mm -hmm. whether it be because he was brainwashed or you kind of were saying maybe he uh, looks for it, takes it on himself. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my theory. That's fair. I, my crazy theory is I think I, I think this is something they've been building to since it's not episode a good one, one. You won't from, like it. from the pilot. But I think uh, this is the season they're going to have Enigma kill Harvey Bullock. I, I don't want Harvey to die. I love Harvey. We love the Bullockisms uh, for sure. But I feel like they've been building this animosity between the two characters since season one and. I feel like this is the season. It's probably Ed's going to be so far out there, and Harvey's going to be so in a position to stop him that it's going to happen. Uh, so, so that's my crazy theory. And I hate that crazy theory. Guys. I hate it. I, yeah. Any crazy theories? I want to stab it right? like that. Crazy theories. Crazy theory. Ish. That's what I've always been saying. Going to be, they're probably going to name it Barbara for whatever reason. And Very nice. That's going to be Batgirl. You think that's she'd name it Barbara? Thing. Yeah, I don't see Lee naming the kid Barbara. You wouldn't mm. think? Unless she has an aunt named Barbara. Maybe Lee has an aunt named Barbara. We just well, well I mean, Lee and Barbara had a nice moment when Barbara was in the coma. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> we're going to it out. <laughs> It definitely goes under the crazy theory column. There we, go. we like Definitely. it. <laughs> okay, and uh, yes. you right there. Who? Uh, Jim Gordon. <gasps> oh. Oh, Jim kills Lee and keeps the baby. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You've gone dark and twisted. Huh? Congratulations. <laughs> Which is so Gotham. <laughs> this is so Gotham. Uh, so, yes. so yeah, I like. I like that. I like I that. Like that. Like I definitely. I, I definitely. I definitely see a future where uh, Lee and Jim aren't together, but Jim still has the kid. Yeah. 
Like I can see that happening if the kid's still alive. They've said Lee will be with uh, Falcone's kid. Is that right? Oh, Falcone's For nephew. Season three. No, is it, is is it nephew or son? I think it's I think it's son. I think it's son. Son. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Give that so, a new character in season. So, three. do you think that she'll stick with him? Do you think that Jim and Lee will get back together? I mean, how, what do you think? No, Jim and Lee will get back together. Yeah, that I, I can't. I can't see. You know, with, with the nature of Batman and Lee Tompkins' relationship in the comics and stuff, I can't. I can't see her being with Jim because she knows all of Bruce's secrets. Well, I also can't see her being with anyone with the last name Falcone. But <laughs> it's happening. It, but it's happening. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> okay. Uh, one last crazy theory. Anyone have a crazy theory? Crazy. Um, How about a mildly crazy theory? Oh, okay. mildly crazy. Oh, the, the you think they're going to bring him back? You think they're going to like pull him in? Well, I think he's already alive because I think we saw him like stumbling out of the yeah, and we heard the, that <laughs> off of the bus. Well, so, even, do you think they're going to sort of take him under their wing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but even if that's that is the case, that I mean, yeah. the court of owls was behind that all to begin with. Anyway. That's true. So that it technically the board of owls is behind everything. They're behind this panel. They're under the panel right now. Being Okay. Well, I, I think that'll about do it, right? That's about it. Yep. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, we want to thank all of you for coming. Thank if you, you. want to uh, listen to us talk about the season as it happens, legendsofgotham.com. We have a Facebook, Twitter, all under that same name. Uh, Amory, where can people find you online? Uh, me, it, well, my name's hard to spell. Just find me on Legends of Gotham. It's a lot easier. That's right. Bobby, where can people find you online? Uh, the Legends of Gotham group <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> podcast every week. And then uh, my uh, Twitter is Inevitable Hawk. Inevitable Hawk. Yeah, H-A-W-K. It's spelled like Ethan Hawk, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's my last name. It's spelled like Bobby <laughs> Hawk. It just happens like to be in too. Okay, and as for me, you can follow me on Twitter, at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com and you can catch us starting September 19th 20th, well 19th is the 19th, episode so starting September 20th, 20th every talking season. about Gotham at legendsofgotham.com uh, so in, uh, join us next time or in the fall for more Legends of Gotham thank you guys thank you Testing. Yeah, we're good. We have microphones. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's questions. I got some quizzes. <laughs>